It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from Eastern Iowa, where apartment ownership and investing is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's Apartment Specialist Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of the Apartment Specialist Podcast. Hey everybody, Darren Garman here and welcome to this week's podcast. Glad to have you with me wherever you are, wherever you may be listening and whenever you may be listening, I'm glad you're aboard. We're going to talk today about building your apartment community or multifamily empire. And when I talk about building an empire, a lot of times we think of uh, size, right? So the word empire automatically equates to size uh, in terms of vast, large, uh and, and that's not always the case. So some investors may have an interest in building an empire of a couple of 12-unit buildings, and that's their empire. Okay. Some may want 1,200 units. That's their empire. I mean, I know people that own two to 3,000 or more units. That's their empire. And so the point is, it doesn't really matter the size of empire we're talking about. We're talking about building it and being in a position to build it and ultimately making the decision to build it. And so uh, when I think about my past and uh, I mean, I was not always uh, the guy, the go to guy for apartment investors and apartment owners wanting to build their empire. Uh, That is the case today. Uh, And so I don't know if there's anybody, and there probably is on a national level somewhere in some, maybe some big cities here or there, Uh, but I don't know of anyone that has been involved in the sale and acquisition, both from an ownership standpoint and a brokerage standpoint, helping investors own their own apartments, whether it's actively or passively than me. So I'm well over a billion dollars in transactions on the brokerage side and on the investment and ownership side of things, you know, going on 27, 26, 27 years. And so it's no wonder that when most investors, most people get serious about building their empire, continuing to add to it, or looking to start divesting some of their uh, multifamily properties from the empire, uh, if I'm not the first choice for most, I'm in the top two or three. I mean, that's really really the case. And I mean, it's not really been that way. So, I mean, I didn't grow up with any advantages. I, uh, I mean, I grew up in small town Iowa I'm originally from Algona, uh, which is a small town in north central Iowa. And I was a kid that uh, didn't have much of anything. Uh, now we were not, you know, living on the streets poor, uh, but we were not that far away from that, uh, mainly because uh, my living arrangement was I lived with my mother. My uncle, my grandfather, and my grandmother, 
in a two bedroom home, but it was like a makeshift four bedroom. So it was really a small two bedroom house. And then, you know, turned a couple of rooms in the basement to a couple of non-conforming bedrooms. You know, a city inspection today, they would never pass inspection um, because of the way that they were set up. Uh, but that was my living arrangement. And so uh, we didn't have much. And if it wasn't for everyone basically living together, uh, I mean, I remember when I was younger, my mom and I lived alone and we moved in with uncle, grandma, and grandpa, probably when I was like about seven or eight years old. And we lived in a old uh, fire trap, two bedroom house, uh, converted into an apartment on the lower level. And, uh, and I remember, you know, many days uh, living on hot dogs. Um, maybe a treat was a TV dinner once in a while. And for those of you that don't know what that is, it's basically, you know, frozen dinners you take out of the freezer, you put in the oven and, you know, you cook and they're on basically aluminum foil or tin foil uh, and they're ready to eat. And that was like the treat for me. Um, so, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of advantages. And then, of course, growing up as a kid, uh, I loved to get into trouble, was in trouble all the time with parents police, uh, friends, uh, you name it. And um, if it wasn't for having a, um, uh, an uncle that drove me to be a good uh, athlete, in this case, a football player, uh, I mean, arguably, I wouldn't, we wouldn't even be having the, the, the podcast today. And so fortunately, I, um, I was able to uh, go to college and play football and, um, and then after college, I jumped into the uh, Department of Corrections. So I worked as a prison guard in Anamosa, Iowa, and there is a medium security prison there. So I went to college and got a bachelor's degree in criminology. And my first job out of college was a prison guard working in the prison in Anamosa. Uh, later had a promotion to being an activities, they called it activities consultant. And uh, what I was doing there was basically having inmates involved in leisure time activities. So I oversaw uh, inmates have like a JC's chapter. They have an Alcoholics Anonymous chapter. Uh, they have different residential groups and associations within the prison. And then I helped the athletic folks, which means sometimes Basketball teams came in and played against the inmates. Softball teams came in and played against the inmates. Um, those kinds of things. I helped the music department out too when they would have inmates would give concerts and you were able to have outside guests come in, of course, under tight, tight, tight security uh, to an inmate concert. And so, of course, I've got loads of stories of working in the prison. But, I mean, I didn't really get into the real estate business and get serious until I was, um, this would be early 90s, so it would have been about 26, 27 years ago. So there were no advantages, there was no schooling, there's no background in this. And so when you are able to uh, get into the real estate business, and I decided to do that, uh, I decided I didn't want to be 
in the uh, world of Department of Corrections. They didn't want to be a criminology in the world of criminology or criminal justice after I worked in the prison. Probably not a surprise. I couldn't see myself working there for 30 years or longer. It just wasn't for me. Uh, and for those that work in that environment, uh, they are terrific, terrific folks uh, that do that. But I, um, I, I couldn't see myself doing it. So I got into the real estate business in the early 90s uh, with a thought and a hope that uh, maybe this could be a pretty interesting chapter in my life and maybe I will be in the real estate business now. Well, you fast forward 27 years and arguably no one has sold more apartment projects uh, from a brokerage standpoint and from an investor ownership standpoint than I have. So I give you my background there a little bit uh, for really two reasons. Number one is um, I don't have any kind of advantages getting to where I am, being the go-to guy that I am for so many today. Uh, and I think that's important because I learned everything the hard way. Experience is a bitch. Uh, many, many times. So rather than being um, given uh, from some rich uncle or rich father, and by the way, my father left me when I was a kid. So he left before I was born. So he wasn't even around. And that's why it was my mother, my uncle, and my grandparents. I mean, he took off. Uh, so you know, learning things the hard way has provided tons of advantages for my clients over the years because I've been involved in the deepest, darkest areas, not only from a personal standpoint, but also from a multifamily building your empire standpoint, right? So why do people contact me? Because I help them build empires, based on my experience in building empires. And that experience is real, day-to-day, nose-to-nose, toes-to-toes experience. So when it comes to building your empire, and if you want to do it fast, and by fast, I'm not talking infomercial fast here. So I'm not talking... You know, you buy the, you, you call the 800 number on a Friday and it's, and for a little more shipping, you know, it's on your doorstep on Saturday. That's what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is for those that are serious about starting to build their empire, you can have your empire started within the next 60 to 90 days if you want to. And that's finding either if it's the next apartment property that needs to fit in that puzzle that you're putting together, the next chapter you're putting together for your apartment property empire, or if it might be your first one. And this is the case whether you are an active investor, uh, you're involved in your properties day to day, whether you hire a management company or whether you're totally passive. This is done and this is achievable uh, because really the only thing holding you back is you. Quite frankly, yeah, I hear you. Well, maybe there's some financial things we need to be aware of. And, you know, come on, Darren, I can't go out and just put a down payment on a 150-unit apartment project. I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah, but you can get started somewhere. 
can't you? You can at least get the ball rolling somewhere to build that empire. And again, it doesn't matter if you want to be passive or active. You can still build and continue to build. I have passive partners that have millions and millions of dollars invested in apartment projects in and around eastern and central Iowa because they're empire builders. They're not actively involved because they're busy with many, many other things, whether they own their own businesses, whether they've got a very, very busy schedule with whatever uh, career they have, or maybe they have no interest in even being involved in the day-to-day -day management stuff. They still build empires. And so you can too. And there's no reason not to do it. None. Uh, the properties are there. Your connection to the right properties for you is there. So what's stopping you? Right? What is stopping you from building your apartment property empire, your apartment community empire? Again, it can be 12-unit empire or it can be 1,200 units. Does it matter? So you may be asking yourself about this point in the podcast. Okay, Darren, what's the point? I mean, I get it. I understand what you're saying. But I mean, where are we going here? Where I'm going is I'm going to remind you of something very important. There is no better time in the market from, you know, a lot of people talk about timing and how timing is so important and how timing can make or break an investment. And, and there's so many theories about timing um, and we could go on and theorize all day about different businesses, uh, about different um, scenarios where timing played a key role in success or failure of something, right? And if you think about your own life, timing has probably played a key component in success or failure in at least a handful of things in your life, right? Well, I'm here to tell you, timing with apartments is now. There has not been a better time from a demand from tenants wanting to rent standpoint. So the line of tenants wanting to rent apartments will continue to get longer and longer and longer over the next three to five years. People will want to, have to, and really need to rent. Okay? That's just the way it's going to be. Is the cost of construction going down when homes are built or condos are built? Is the cost of maintaining them going down? Okay? Um, and we can talk about games people can play with financing or grants to buy homes and condos. But at the end of the day, it just is not in the cards for many people. And for a lot of other people, they don't want it to be in the cards, especially the younger they are. So the line's going to keep getting longer, folks, of people wanting to rent apartments. Second thing, the line's going to continue to get longer for those wanting to buy apartments. As this continues to gain momentum, more and more attention 
will be focused on this from the investment world. It already is now. So, and I'm not kidding when I say this. I could sell a 400-unit property faster than I could a 40-unit property today. And that's, I'm not kidding. I could sell a 400-unit property faster and for more money proportionately than I could a 40-unit property. Why? Demand. Big money demand. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, folks. It's going to get ever, ever, ever more competitive. So where do you want to be in the next three to five years? Do you want to have an asset or an empire where you've got tenants going out the door, where you've got demand from people wanting to buy your properties? How much do you think you could sell your properties for if you wanted to? How much profit do you think you could make? How much of a return do you think you can have? Substantial. Substantial. And for those investors that go all in on this, the payoff is going to be absolutely huge. Absolutely huge. So what are you waiting for to get your empire built? Right time. You need your wife to give you permission. Um, you need that relative that's got some money to come through. You're waiting for this. I don't know what you're waiting for. But you really need to stop waiting and get moving. Okay? And the best way to do that, the best way and the fastest way to get the empire continuing or starting to be built is to contact me. Yeah, sounds self-serving, doesn't it? Of course it does. But it's true. There is no one that has the kind of connections with owners and the marketplace in terms of finding projects that you would want to buy and want to own than me. There isn't anybody. So you can go ahead and contact a real estate agent um, that has no experience in this or maybe sold a fourplex once and have them sit on their ass and wait for something to come up in the MLS that you could maybe buy because that's the game that's played. So most agents will hope something comes up in the MLS. When it does, they'll send it to you and they hope to, and pray that you may want to buy it. What do we do? What do I do? I go find what you want. I present it to you and you end up buying it. I don't wait for something to hopefully come up in some multiple listing service that some other real estate agent maybe can put on the market. That is the slowest way to build an empire there is. Right? So uh, I could give you hundreds of examples where someone has told me, hey, I want to buy this. And we go out, we find it for them. They buy it, empire starting. They're starting to build their empire. Now, I'm not going to say that we are successful every single time. Right? So if somebody wants to buy, let's say, an eight-unit building, it may take 
two, three, four months for us to get the right eight unit building for them, right? Again, it's not the infomercial thing, but we eventually get it. And we get it much faster than if you wait around and hope someone that doesn't have the connections, that doesn't have the experience, finds something for you, right? Um, it's just the smart thing to do. Because when apartment owners want to sell their properties, again, who do you think they end up calling 95% of the time? They're not calling a real estate agent that you may know. They're calling me. They're calling me. And even when they're not calling me, what do I do? I call them. I call them. So Empire Building, there's no excuse. Okay. Uh, my real estate agent couldn't find anything. I decided not to really buy something because they couldn't find anything. If that's the case, you're, you need to change your strategy. You need to change your strategy. Okay. So let me give you two quick tips on empire building and then we'll, um, uh, I'll go ahead and give you one, one parting thing that I think is real important on this podcast. Number one, uh, make a plan. So if you haven't sat down yet, you need to sit down and map out and vision how many units you want to have in your under your ownership between now and the end of the year. And you can even go into next year too, right? You need to have a plan. Number two, on, in addition to how many units, you need to take inventory of what you need to do to buy them. Do you need to sell something to, to generate some cash? Do you need to get a line of credit somewhere to generate some cash? Do you need to sell some mutual funds or some stock to generate some cash to buy? Because here's the, here's the thing, folks. People with cash get there faster. I mean, it's self-explanatory. The less cash you have, the longer it's going to take. Not impossible. It will just take longer. The more cash you can generate and use for that investment the faster your empire will be built. So number two, make plans on loosening up some cash for investment. Okay? And then number three, decide exactly what it is that you want to own. Okay? Is it, you want to start out, do you want to, do, does the next property need to be a 24-unit property? Does it need to be an 8-unit property? Does it need to be between 8 and 24 units? Between 24 and 36 units? You follow me? You at least want an idea because now that narrows down the possibilities. Narrows down the possibilities. And kind of a, and this isn't like a fourth point, but it's kind of a, uh, a sidebar to it. You don't want to settle. Okay? You don't want to settle because you're in a hurry to build the empire. So here's what I mean. I see this happen, and I've seen this happen before where someone will want me to find them, let's say a 36 unit property, okay? And it may take two, three, four months before we find one that really makes financial sense to them. Well, all of a sudden, a fourplex comes up for sale somewhere. And oh my gosh, that fourplex looks kind of interesting. Maybe I'll just buy that. Well, what happened to your strategy on the 36 unit property? Now you've really taken a step backwards because you were a little impatient 
and you decided to go away from what your target was going to be, right? Now, if you would have bought like a 24-unit property, okay, a 48-unit property, okay, but go from a four-unit, a 24 or 36-unit property to a four-unit, that doesn't make any sense. And you may feel good about getting a transaction done there. You may feel good about getting an apartment under your ownership, whether you're passive or active. But it doesn't make sense to do that. So don't settle. Have a plan. Loosen up your cash. Have an idea of what size you need and go for it. There's no excuse not to. And by the way, lenders want to loan you a hell of a lot of money. There's a lot of flexibility out there in the market right now. Now, they're not going to drop over de- uh, drop over uh, and let you do anything like they did in 2005 to 2008. That's not going to happen. But it is very flexible. The financing is out there. So you don't have any excuses, really, to build the empire, get it going, and get things done. Okay? If you want some help building that empire... And another thing you can do is get to my website. There are a ton of resources there, darrengarman.com, www.darrengarman.com. There are books, articles, videos, and it's all free. So, I mean, there's no excuse to be rent, to not ramp up your information, your education, your comfort level, your foundation. I mean, it's all there. So one of the places you can go is darrengarman.com. We'd love to help you continue to build your empire. Get you from where you are now to where you want to be as an apartment owner and an apartment investor. Okay, We've been there, done that. Billions of properties. And I can help you get there faster. I can help you get there a hell of a lot faster than really going about any other direction. Okay, so my contact information is all over the place. Let me know if you're interested in having that conversation, getting serious about growing your empire, and I look forward to helping you build that. So what are you going to do this weekend? I would suggest giving some thought to and working on building your empire because, again, there's no better time to do it. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Have a great rest of your week. Whenever you've been listening to me, thanks. And we'll talk to you later. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining the Apartment Specialist Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.heartlandinvestmentrealestate.com.